0: hi this is dan and i'm rachel and this is gay Gay with with the Bible. bible we're two queer social workers
1: working our way through the bible we're not christians we're not experts we're just a couple of gays trying to figure some stuff
0: out real gays real bible welcome back hey rachel hi dan um, before we like get started on discussing the Bible, I just wanna say on the podcast, like how much I love this. I know. And how much I love doing this with you. Yeah,
1: I love it. This is our this is our first episode that we've recorded since releasing the podcast.
0: Yeah, we've got we've got some feedback, mm-hmm. we've got some some DMs. Some DMs, some like we're
1: learning social media
0: it's yeah it's it's (laughs) i keep misspelling things everybody but um we're just doing our best find us on instagram gay with the bible pod interact tell us what you think slide into our dms it's it's so much fun that way it's super fun it keeps me motivated who would have (laughs) thought are you ready
1: i'm ready we're starting with
0: 21 21 so, chapter 21 of Genesis, the summary as as I understand it is that Sarah gives birth to Isaac. Isaac grows, he's weaned off of Sarah. Sarah decides that Hagar and Ishmael, Ishmael is Abraham's the donkey other boy, son, the donkey boy, the wild man with Hagar, Sarah decides that they need to be cast out. They are they should not be around. God Seems to agree with Sarah and is like, okay, yes, they're going to they're going to go away. We're going to make sure that they're not around. But he instructs Abraham to send them off. And he assures Abraham, don't worry, Hagar, Ishmael, they're going to have their own nations. Everything's going to be fine. So Abraham sends Hagar out to the desert with nothing but a skein of water. Oh, and bread. No, did they get some bread? Mm -hmm. No, I just remembered the water. Hagar out in the desert she runs out of water she starts losing hope she sets Ishmael down and anticipates his death the angel of God appears and says be not afraid and reassures her and creates a well Ishmael grows up um, in the wilderness and um, he and Hagar apparently survive and thrive quite quite fine in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, back at the ranch... <laughs> you were waiting for that word. <laughs> yes. Over over in Gerar, or wherever they are right now, somewhere in, in Canaan land, Abraham makes a covenant with Abimelech, who he tried to con um, in the last episode. Abraham claims that a well that he dug was seized by abimelech's servants so there's some sort of dispute Mm -hmm. it was tough for me to follow but what ends up happening is abraham presents abimelech with seven ewe or seven lambs as an offering or a covenant sort of to make peace and probably get his well back abimelech gives him the well back and the the well is called beersheba meaning well of 7 mm-hmm. because of the sudden lamb 7u i guess um, and that's that's that so mm-hmm. a couple different stories going on in that chapter yeah
1: yeah it's so funny cuz in my notes i also have in big capital letters meanwhile so
0: we <laughs> yeah i mean it was it always throws me off when the bible does switches that switches the yeah. story yeah like,
1: can you give me one thing at a time this is already hard enough yeah, to yeah digest sometimes
0: it really makes me think about, like, how the cobbling together of these stories. Mm-hmm. And, like, mm, that was like, somebody was like, where do I put this part? Let me just throw it right in there. I can jump in here. My general impression was, like, I
1: just put Abraham kind of sucks. Like, he, you you mentioned, <laughs> you mentioned it previously, but it's just like taking zero responsibility. Like, he has this son he has ishmael and it's so great and he feels so blessed for it and they're all about it about it until like sarah has her own child and all of a sudden it's just like oh yeah they're after our inheritance they're after our legacy let's get him out of here he just and even though he consults with god like he clearly has some feelings about it right it's still like, he just, he's always, I feel like this is what he did last time with Sarah too, was like, well, it's your problem. Just, if you want to do something about it, just do what you need to do. So that's how I felt about
0: that. He doesn't want to, like, he doesn't want to take a side almost, no. you know? yeah. He, I also wonder if he's like wondering, well, which one of these children are going to be. The one. The one. Yeah. Yeah
1: yeah and there's a part of me that can kind of relate to like like i'm not very confrontational but like that's i've had to learn to get a little bit better at that because it's gotten me in trouble before like you can't just sit there and be neutral all the time like a
0: non-confrontational <laughs> worker can you believe it can, you believe, can it? you believe
1: it yeah uh yeah so i just was kind of like come on dude My big question, I wanted to know if the Well of Seven Oaths is an actual place that you can visit, and you can. It's a whole city. It's Mm. a thing. You can tour it. So I thought that was kind of cool. I wanted to know what Christians get out of the chapter. I did some Googling, and Mm. the Google told me that Ishmael represents what people can do, and Isaac represents what God and faith can do. Which maybe is some kind of justification for why it's like, oh yeah, Ishmael can just go away and we're all okay with Isaac just hanging around. But I don't know. It seems extreme. That's what I wrote. Seems extreme. What I liked is that God made good on a lot of promises here. And despite a lot of suffering, like, I think it's underplayed a little bit, but like, Ishmael's about to die. Like, there's a point where um, Hagar is like, Puts him under a tree and is basically like,
2: "Yeah,
0: all
1: right, I don't. I'm putting him over there because I can't watch him die." And yeah. then God she entered- like
0: turns her back on him. Right? She like can't even. She can't look, at, look, it. look at, no. at him.
1: No. And then in the nick of time, like God delivers, which is cool, but it still feels I put still feels pretty shitty. That's, mm. that's what I wrote with lots of T's. So yeah, that's what I liked. What I didn't like. And this is not gonna come as a surprise to probably anyone, but it's that woman-on-woman violence, the jealousy. But yeah, there was a certain point of this where I was just like really rooting for Sarah. And now I just like, it sucks so hard to just watch her just kind of become a little bit of a villain here in my eyes. Um, I like that Abraham shows some like hesitance. He consults with God, but ultimately just does nothing. He's like, whatever God says is cool. So, like, here's some bread and some Dasani and, like, good luck. You know, it just seems really, like, not a great send off for someone that blessed you before with this, like, miracle, baby, blessing promise, right?
0: Yeah. But I do think, like, God reassured Abraham, like, they're going to be good. I think
1: that's, like, yeah. I mean, sure. If you're a faithful person, like, yeah. But I'd be like, Ooh, this feels a little wrong.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I I, I have thoughts on that, and my general impressions just
1: yeah. What do you of. got?
0: So, um, well, my first general impression, I wrote well, 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 because <laughs> there are lots of wells. You
1: should have said well, 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 well,
0: well, 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 <laughs> well, 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 well. There's two wells in this story. We have got a well coming up again. A lot of wells. Um, and I'm gonna touch on Wells a little bit more. There was something, I liked the humor surrounding, Sarah's like, um, everybody's gonna laugh with me, you know, it's this still her laughing about.
1: Oh, with the yeah, yeah. They uh-huh. name I, Isaac means like laughter too. Yeah, that's the yeah. other thing mm-hmm. they mentioned in Isaac the chat. Isaac means
0: laughter, which was one of my questions. It's kind of like a spoiling, little circle
1: Rach. around. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. No, it's great. I'm just trying um, to have empathy for Sarah. I'm really yeah. trying.
0: No, I, I actually I do have. I I was thinking about her at the gym today, <laughs> and I do have empathy for Sarah. I mean, she's she's trying to be part of this like she wants Hagar to go because she wants to be you know she wants to have status right it's she's throwing another woman under the bus mm-hmm. in order to in order to get there mm-hmm. but she's just like i want to be more than a vessel right i want to be the i want to make sure i'm the mother of nations is what i sort of place on this mm-hmm. and the and some of the jealousy surrounding Hagar, um, I also do sort of feel like, well, first she she has this like joke about, uh, now I'm going to name this child he who laughs and everyone will laugh with me because I've been laughing and everyone's been laughing at me that I am 100 years old and having a baby. (sighs) I've been laughing about it. They've been laughing about it. We're all just going to laugh. Like, I'm going to own this. Yeah. Yeah. I am also, I was bothered that the Lord pretends to, like, sort of acknowledge Sarah and her. And she's like, I want them out. I want them. And he's like, okay, all right, we'll send them out. And then he's like, you know, Abraham, guess what?
1: We got trouble. Yeah. It's not
0: going to be a problem. Like, they're going to be good. I'm going to take care of them over in. Wherever. um, Wherever they go. Mm -hmm. Which is why I also think it's sort of like God kind of pacifies. Telling Sarah one thing and then telling Abraham another thing maybe is really what made Abraham feel like okay, they're going to be fine. Cuz if it were left up to Sarah, they would be they'd be dead.
1: No water, no bread. Yeah, yeah. no
0: water, no bread, but he's like God's God's got them. It's everything's going to be fine, which then also is what I was thinking about at the gym like what is God's beef with Sarah? Like he God definitely favors Hagar. I feel mm. like Like, God God does all of this reassuring with Hagar, all of this be not afraid, you know, uh, everything's going to be okay. He never does anything like that with Sarah. It's always sort of like, don't laugh at me. Yes, you're going to have babies.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Which... (laughs) The laughter thing, now that you mentioned it, it's really interesting because, so, the weaning party, like, there's, like, a party after this thing. Mm, where I don't
0: think I caught that. So,
1: there's, like, after they celebrate the weaning with, like, a feast, I want to say, and Isaac, or I'm sorry, Ishmael is laughing at Isaac, and Sarah's, like, gets laser beam eyes and is, like... He's laughing at him, like so. It's just so funny because, like, she was in a really similar position a few chapters ago, right, where yeah. she gets in trouble for laughing at the party, and now yeah. it's yeah. like, you know, she's really turned that yeah. around.
0: Well, and it's all the, the all the laughter is surrounding the same joke, and it's her inability to bear, and her sudden ability to bear. Mm-hmm. Like everything about her is just about whether or not she can have a child. Wow. but she is. She's got. She's got an anxiety about her, I feel. Yeah, like a defensiveness. Yeah, she's got... But it's also... It it is also a strength. I think it's a strength to have... You know, she's kind of bold. Hagar's not bold.
1: Yeah, I'm... I, I definitely... I have more empathy for Hagar at this point but
0: I, I do I, have a lot of empathy yeah. for Hagar I'm just trying to like I'm just trying to think about like this person as if she were a real person right. right right I did I did notice that you know of what I touched on this the fear not language I there was something really kind on God's part and this is what I'm getting at like God was really kind to Hagar, fear not. And when I hear that fear not in the Bible, it also makes me think of one of the few things I do know about the Bible, which is like the angel of the Lord coming to Mary. Fear not on like Christmas Eve or whatever we always hear like this in the mm-hmm. the Gospel on Christmas Eve. Fear not. So this like holy fear not, it 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 el- elicits something emotional in me mm-hmm. that's spiritual and comforting from sure. a very long time ago. I also think that Hagar's story is, it's very much the plight of the unwed mother.
2: mm mm-hmm.
0: Especially this being cast out, wandering around in the desert, like, you, you don't have any, you don't have anywhere to go, you're, have a, a skein of water and some bread. But what I did notice was that the first time she, when she runs away several chapters ago, when she finds out that she's with child... And she runs away. When the angel of the Lord appears to her, the angel of the Lord appears to her at a spring or a well.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Now, when the angel of the Lord appears to her in this chapter, where she's, you know, given up hope, her child probably going to die. And the angel of the Lord creates a spring or a well. So I started thinking a lot about water and what does water mean in the Bible and what is like what is this symbol? Because it's pretty it's pretty specific
2: mm-hmm.
0: to me. So I jumped down the well. Um, <laughs> it made me think about things like wishing wells, throwing coins and fountains for good luck, um, and you know just the general like water is the source of life. And I but I wanted to find out specifically like what is the story of water in the Bible. I did find a source from um, it was a site associated with Duke University. And it stated that water is mentioned a total of seven hundred twenty-two times in the Bible, more often than faith, hope, prayer, and worship. Seventy to seventy-five percent of Earth is covered with water. Seventy percent of humans are water. Eighty-five percent of our brains are water. Some of the other digging that I did identifies that water in, water in the Bible means community. So one, it's source of life. Mm-hmm. It also means community. It's where people gathered because that's all you could do is go to the well, right? right? Right, It's people coming together. I think it's also this interesting symbol for Hagar as source of life, mm-hmm. right? And because, hope. Yeah, yeah, because it comes to her at these two pivotal times. Mm-hmm. One of like, what am I going to do about this baby that's that I'm having? And now like this baby's going to die. And there's... Water. This is Mm -hmm. so. This this is a source of life. It also made me think about being a Unitarian Universalist. We every September. I I don't know if we did an online version of it. I haven't been going to Zoom church, (laughs) but uh, usually in September, a lot most UU churches have what's called a water communion, and everybody brings like a little vial of water from some place that they is special to them or some place where they were uh, on vacation. When I when I went to this church on the Upper East Side, everyone would be like, "This is water from the Thames, or this is water from the Seine." <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, I you're
0: love like, it. This is this is water from the East River. You're like this is my toilet um, water. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but um, it is this idea of like joining together, um, community coming together through all of these different sources, all of these different um, points of water. And it also made me think about Flint and that water crisis and just like how pivotal water is. Mm -hmm. We're going to hear a lot more about it In the upcoming chapters, Wells. So I don't know. I just went down. No, I mean
1: you. Yeah, while you were sitting, while you were talking, I'm sitting here thinking, like, yeah, like think about baptism. Like baptism is supposed to be your new life, right? I think that's what it means, right? Like your life in Christ. I want to say is the idea. I don't know if, if. uh, yeah. other, I don't know if other religions do a form of baptism. It's or like a not. form
0: of purifying. Sure. Or, yeah. But
1: yeah, I think that's a really good point. Holy
0: I th- water. Right. I know people who have gone to lords and, you know, brought back, you know, water from this magical place, um, with healing waters Right. So really, no, very point. interesting.
2: Yeah.
0: Other thoughts that I had: the Abimelech stuff just felt really historical or political. I noted that it's it immense Abraham's place as an alien. He's an undocumented immigrant.
2: Mm-hmm. Let's
0: also keep this in mind. Abraham does not have a place that he belongs. He's going to all of these other kingdoms, and he is an undocumented. And it even says like he's an immigrant or he's an alien.
1: They right? say they say alien. Interesting. Yeah,
0: it okay. says alien. He's an alien. He's welcomed. He's accepted. So I just wonder, like maybe there's a note that we can take the openness, yeah. 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 Although he's got plans, he's got shenanigans (laughs) going on. I don't, I don't know. I don't entirely trust Abraham and his cons. Yeah, I did notice a continuity error. So this is like where you've got these different stories coming from being cobbled together. If we remember uh, several chapters ago, the chapter where I was like shaking, my knees were weak, like I was freaking out. It said that Ishmael was circumcised when he was 13.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Now we're saying that Ishmael was taken off into the desert doing who knows what, no contact with Abraham. So there's two different
1: didn't, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, like yeah. remember,
0: like when, when Abraham made the covenant of circumcision, he gathered up everybody, and, and mm-hmm. including Ishmael, who was 13 years old, right then and there. So Ishmael was with him at that time and his people. Whereas this story, Ishmael's cast out. Ishmael is nowhere near Abraham and his people hmm. and probably wasn't at 13 years old. Interesting. Yeah. My other question was a question that was answered. In that this whole like Ishmael, the donkey boy, the wild man, mm-hmm. I just feel like it was answered in that Ishmael grew, grew up in the wild.
1: Yeah, like he's yeah.
0: Fr- in the wild. Yes, I think donkey boy. Did we come up with that in no, the Bible? No, they him that?
1: call him a donkey of a man. <laughs> a do- he, he will be right. a donkey of a man. They
0: said donkey of a man. We yeah. we
1: donkey boy short handed it yeah. to donkey boy.
0: <laughs> but yeah, donkey of a man's pretty a pretty rough way to say somebody grew up in the wild, right? <laughs> Feel like adventurous,
1: right? Rugged, <laughs>
0: rugged, yeah. <laughs> My likes are: I, I liked God's reassuring nature with Hagar. I love Hagar's tenacity. I'm intrigued with her plight. She, yeah, she's just not. She's not out for something the way Sarah is, mm-hmm. right? She mm-hmm. doesn't have an angle. Um, she does seem like a pure person. I guess, and I, maybe that's why she's favored by God. I don't, I don't know. And my dislikes was the same thing as you. Just the the whole, the whole Sarah situation. Mm-hmm. Just this pitting, pitting them against each other. Um, it wasn't as catfighty this time. No, I don't think.
1: Yeah, and it's like this semblance. It's like. <sighs> They give this illusion that they are making choices, but then, like you said, like God's kind of going behind the scenes and it's like everything's gonna be fine. Yeah, like, let Sarah's the women, yeah, like you're right, let the women sort their differences so it doesn't matter, you know. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, you're right, Sarah. She deserves to be out, Abraham. She's gonna be fine. Yeah, I'm just right. give
1: her some water and just, some bread and yeah, yeah. <laughs> so everything's gonna be fine.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, chapter 22. Uh, I think everyone knows this story in some capacity. I'll just give you the recap, and then we'll kind of get into it. Uh, So chapter 22, God asks Abraham to sacrifice his son Isaac on a mountain. Abraham takes a crew of his people, including Isaac, up to the mountain, and is fully ready to murder Isaac murder his son when at the very last moment an angel of the Lord appears and tells him that he doesn't have to and just at that moment a ram appears the ram is like stuck in some brush I think and Abraham sacrifices the ram instead hmm. <laughs> you want to go ahead with your uh tell me your thoughts
0: yeah I think my summary was a little creepier <laughs> I, can I can I share my summary? Sure. This was
1: pretty like PG thirteen.
0: Yeah. Isaac, God tests Abraham. He tells him to sacrifice Isaac to him as an offering. Abraham lies to Isaac and tells him to come along, stating that God will provide the lamb for burnt offering. Abraham ties up Isaac and is ready to kill him when God stops his hand. God returns Abraham's trust with yet another promise of countless generations. Chapter ends with Abraham learning of his brother's many offspring. Yeah, I guess I just really, like, (laughs) I really focused in on Isaac. Yeah. You know, and, like, what's going on with this kid during this? Like, I... I mean, I wrote, that must have been
1: an awkward walk home. (laughs) Right?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, you know what's funny, too?
0: awkward walk there, too.
1: Right. Like, you've got to imagine there's some tension, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, I bet you, like, you know when someone's going to propose and they've, like, they're all nervous and weird and the other person's like, what's going on? I bet you it was something like that, only, like, the opposite of a proposal. My, like, real quick, I wanted to make sure to tell this story because I think it's important. But I remember like this I remember being in church and hearing this like sermon Mm. and being like are these people gonna kill me like what (laughs) like you would kill me I remember feeling yeah I remember being like is this is what this is about
0: this is crazy (laughs) how all this stuff is coming up for you You, right I totally pushed it away like yeah I blocked it out
1: go ahead with your thoughts I'll circle back to this. No,
0: no. I mean, I, so I'm fascinated. <laughs> I I can't wait till we circle back. Um, I don't think that I have a personal relationship with this story. I I, I don't like it, it is definitely like one of the darkest things, like some of the reading up I did on the chapter. It's like one of the darkest chapters in the Bible. Uh, I don't have a recollection of hearing it in church or discussed or sermonized. Um, I knew there was such a story. I didn't know it was Abraham. So I didn't think it would be coming this soon. I thought it was like Job or Same. somebody yeah. further down the line. New um, Testament, I thought. And I, I do have some thoughts about, about like, why. I know that I said several episodes ago, like, how come Abraham just gets to do whatever? We both have sort of said this. How come mm-hmm. he gets to, he's never tested. God's never like, oh, you mm-hmm. didn't pass my test. So I was like, you know. Yeah, I wanted Abraham to, like, be tested, but this is not... It's extreme. This is not what I had in mind. Right. By any stretch of the imagination at all. Like, this yeah. is... I mean, this is extreme. This is... a. This is I'm going to get, like, just sort of personal, and, and uh, this is not a god of my understanding. Mm-hmm. I don't know... I don't get this. It made me think, and I've got a lot of fairy tale references coming up in the next few chapters, but it made me think of Grimm brother fairy tales. Mm-hmm. Like it made me think of the parents in Hansel and Gretel being like, oh yeah, we're just going out for a walk in the woods, and no we're not, we're leaving you here. Right. Because we can't afford you anymore. Yeah. Like just parents deceiving children, which a lot of the older versions of these stories, it includes... It includes a lot of these things it does include a lot of murder and a lot of death or attempted murder and attempted death on children i think the biggest difference there is that we don't look at those as holy or how they should shape our faith or our more a moral
1: lesson yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah.
0: well um, we look at them as folk tales but the folk tales Folk tales derive from from the Bible stories, sure. right? Yeah. They they evolve from that. I imagine. I did notice that, like the connection between God and what God is looking for. And I don't agree. You know, I'm not advocating for this. I'm just exploring the connection between God and Abraham. Here is that God is asking Abraham to do what God does with his only son, which is offer up his only son so it's sort of like are you with me are we are, are you on the same page are you ready to go to the lengths that I that I will go to right is your faith that strong which is crazy and it feels like something from a cult
1: right, right? I, I literally wrote this is insanity cult stuff yeah yeah
0: and that's so funny that the cult thing didn't even occur to me until right now no i like it's um, on
1: my paper that's
0: <laughs> wow oh so, i'm sorry i didn't mean to steal your cult no thunder. this is this but is yeah, part of it yeah like like manipulating cult. people into doing really dark stuff yeah
1: it's um, it's totally unne- it feels totally unnecessary yeah and yeah. cruel to abraham yeah. oh really and, I mean, Isaac, of course, but, like, it just feels, like, a tor- tormenting a bit, you know? That we're back to, like, God the experimenter, almost, it feels yeah. like. Like, not yeah. cool. Not cool.
0: But I guess he's, you know, God offered up his only son as a sacrifice. That's what we'll find out down the road. That's what I'm told.
1: Which I still don't understand that logic either, I but we'll get, I don't yeah, get, we've got, yeah. like, a minute. Well,
0: sometime <laughs> in 2030, we'll... <laughs>
1: We'll be here. We'll oh, yeah. Back to chapter twenty-two.
0: <laughs> we'll need more comfy chairs because my back is going already. <laughs> um, I can't even imagine what it will be like in twenty thirty. Um, um, I don't know. I don't know. Is this the only time we'll see this kind of request? We'll see. Uh,
1: I guess no. I would guess no. But
0: it's just crazy. My big question was maybe I don't. I don't know. I just got into this like quagmire. Like maybe Abraham knows it's a test, but then what's the what's the point of the test if Abraham knows it's a test?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I even read a little bit that, like, they didn't, like, they don't, they don't celebrate, like, Abraham, and there's no note of, like, Abraham and Isaac being like, oh my God, I'm so glad that you, this didn't happen because then it would show, like, a lack of faith in God. So, you like, you're supposed to believe. I, I don't know. It's so twisted. It's, yeah. It's just such a twisted mind game. I guess this isn't really a question, but, like, God has already made all the promises. Like, God has been promising Abraham these nations and these offspring for, like, the entire book, almost. Well post flood he's been offering him all of these nations and so then when this chapter ends with god is pleased with him and and tells him you're gonna have all the nations i'd be like you already told me that before you told me to kill my kid like where are the nations? Right. Where like what's
1: the what's offspring? the, what's I the addendum? Sons? I need yeah. an addendum if this is if we're updating the contract. I want to know what's next. I got
0: two sons here okay. and that is not an easy situation. I got two women who are fighting. <laughs> One of them's cast out into the desert like I, I, I where are the nations? My likes, I, you know, I know we're digging for the good, but I just not a lot. Yeah. I can go with the story. I my dislikes this this is abuse. This is trauma. I don't I don't think that people really look at these chapters as something that should be done, but when I consider Isaac's point of view and when I consider children Hearing a story like this in in a religious setting, <laughs> like me, yeah, I it, it it horrifies me. Yeah, I mean, we've dumbed down all of our Grimm brothers stories. We've cut out all the murder. All the mothers are now stepmothers. But the Bible is just there, and you're listening to it in church in 1980. What? So tell me about that. I'm handing it over to you. I'm done. Oh Well. <laughs>
1: So, yeah, my general impression was that must have been an awkward donkey ride back home, (laughs) which I already said. I'm going to drive that home one more time. And then, yeah, like this is insanity cult stuff. And that I remember this, like I remember sitting. I know exactly where I was sitting. I can like picture it in the church when I was just like, holy shit. (laughs) <laughs> like, yeah. are these people going to kill me? You know, and and never, ever understanding. And I can't, I'm sure that I asked questions just because I was kind of like a quizzical kid. I don't remember what the answer was to that. I'm sure it wasn't like, no, it's just a test. It's about trusting the Lord. You know, I can't imagine what this is like in Sunday school to teach. I would love, listen, if you're, if you ever taught Sunday school <laughs> and remember teaching this lesson, like hit me up. I want to talk. Okay, my big question is why I did a deep dive that says that like, and this is from like BibleRef.com I don't even know who like does that. I know,
0: I have a, I I think I have a reference from them too. Right, like who are you? I'm like, is this legit? Yeah, I'm gonna ask a couple people.
1: Yeah, I don't know but this is what they said, they said that Abraham knew God would intervene and that that this would be a test and I just put like I'm not buying it. I found likes which I am really proud of myself for finding likes on this story. Wow. These are my two likes and it's really stretching and (laughs) one you'll laugh at maybe the story is familiar you know like when i saw the the heading which is like i think god asks abraham to sacrifice his only son is like the way the heading of my chapter was i was like oh yeah i remember the story I remember the story, so that's one thing. I, mean, I can't say that that's like a good thing necessarily, but um, my other like is that like this is a very well-known story. There have been songs written about it. There's a Bob Dylan song, Highway 61, references it. Mm. Very famous song. There's also a really great nerdy little game called The Binding of Isaac. It, it's an old video game, and it's like based. It's like with characters based on biblical stories. I have not played the video game. My very good friend has played the video game and then they made a board game that is super fun and super nerdy. If anyone out there has the opportunity to play it, it is not at all To do with the story necessarily okay yeah
0: it's (laughs) like super fun game about killing your kid no
1: it's um it's just like a character like i don't even know there's i i'm not like i love games but i'm like i couldn't tell you what the style of game is but it's super fun and it is it has these biblical references in it the name just happens to be the binding of isaac um which the binding of isaac can be found in a lot of different like there's a lot of different sects of, like, Christianity or even Judaism, that, you know, Old Testament, that reference this in different ways. And this is, like, a very... Very big chapter for people. So that's my like. It's well known. It's familiar. We'll we'll
0: have to get that on the Insta. The which one? These games. The
1: game. It's super fun. It's super fun. Yeah. (laughs) Which sounds so terrible to say. I know that's. It has absolutely nothing to do with the story. Which I thought. You know. That's the other thing too. You mentioned in your recap, like that he is. He's like bound to this. Like that's that's really that is dark to think about and creepy.
0: I think it also just. It's like, this is your parent. Yeah. This is your, that, like, the trusting, the, I mean, I I recall as a child moments where I was, like, clued into, like, my parents are not in control right now.
1: (laughs) We could have a whole episode (laughs) about that.
0: Like, (laughs) my parents are really not making great choices. I don't feel good about this situation. Like... Yeah, and I know that those, I was a really nervous kid I'm so glad I didn't hear this story as a child Or, like, clock this or absorb it Because I was a very anxious, nervous kid (laughs) And I often did not trust the adults around me
1: Yeah So I do have to, like, preface this Or not really a preface, but say that, like I was never actually worried my parents were going to kill me But I definitely remember looking around the church And just being like, what the... Oh. Yeah.
0: yeah, what are these people? Like
1: what are these people? Like this is what we're here for? I thought we were here for cookies like, and juice.
0: <laughs> what song do you sing after this?
1: Father like, Abraham had many sons. Many sons had Father Abraham. Like that song is gonna haunt my dreams now.
0: Ooh.
1: Creepy. Creepy. So moving on to my dislikes. Transition. Yeah. Uh, the story is dark, and there's got to be a better way to have a lesson about trusting the Lord.
0: Yeah, there's a better gotta lesson be. Yeah, yeah. there
1: has got to be a better one out there. Come on, come on.
0: I think also, like you can see, I, like this, this is very, very upsetting for me, and this is why, as a social worker, I don't work like with children, children and family. Like I don't do mm-hmm. ch- early childhood social work and that has been a conscious choice because I find it very difficult to f- dig up empathy for people who hurt children. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like I mean, and you got you do have to work with those people and mm-hmm. you do have to believe in change and, and help them. Um I work mostly with older adults and you know, I run into some challenging children who are caregivers, and I think I have a lot more empathy, but when it comes to, like, a vulnerable little kid... It's tough. So I think that's part of what sets me off about here. It's just this is a child. This, mm-hmm. is, this is a vulnerable person, mm-hmm. and the parent and the big parent, the supposed... Father. Father, which yeah. we still haven't heard that word, are messing with this kid for games. Yeah. More games. Yeah. Promising Experiment. nations. Yeah. All right, well... Yeah. It was a real pick me up.
1: Yeah, Binding of Isaac. Game night at my house. <laughs> Hit me up. <laughs> okay, chapter twenty three. Go ahead with that recap.
0: Twenty three. This one's pretty. This is a... This was. One... I don't have a whole lot for this. It's pretty short. Sarah's death. R.I.P. S- R.I.P. Sarah. She, she was a complicated woman. <laughs> Not a complicated life. Yeah. Sarah dies at 128 years old.
1: Oh, I had 127.
0: Oh, interesting. Right. I don't know. It might be my math. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Abraham weeps and mourns and asks the Hittites in Canaan for a burial place. The Hittites call Abraham a prince and they assure him a burial space. Abraham offers to pay... I think at first they're like, no, 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 but he's like, no, no, this is legit, I'm doing this legit, and they accept his payment. Abraham buries Sarah, and he's now secured not only a resting place for her, but a resting place for him and his people. You, is that about what you have? Yeah. Did I miss anything, or any...
1: No, I, did, I the only thing that I had is that they call Abraham a prince of God, which I hmm. thought you know, I don't know if that's important. I don't know if it's going to come up later.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess I just clocked Prince, but yeah. Prince of God. Prince of God. Probably bigger than a, a regular... Just a regular
1: old regular Prince. Regular old
0: Prince. Um, my general impressions. Abraham's grief caught me off guard this weeping and mourning.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah. my general impression and I think the thing that I liked the most about this chapter is that this is the most recognition that I've seen a woman have Mm. so far in the entire Bible.
2: Mm.
1: It is after a death, which kind of sucks, but still there's like some fanfare to it. There's grieving, there's this burial site, you know, it's, it feels important and it's an expression of that grief and an expression for the admiration and love that Abraham had for Sarah, and that's like the first time I think that we're seeing that. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But continue on.
0: Yeah, I think it just sort of made me think about marriage in general, and and this in comparison to is it the yeah in t- in comparison to the next the next chapter, which is about the be- the beginning of a marriage. This chapter is about the end of a marriage, and twenty four. Which, no spoilers, we'll tell you when we tell you, but that's, that's about the beginning of a relationship. Mm-hmm. And these are not romantic relationships, right? So I read this really cool book years ago called Marriage, a History, which dives into this very, like, the modern, this is a very modern notion that we marry because we're in love. Mm-hmm. This didn't happen until, like, the 1800s, late 1700s. Yeah, and
1: in some cultures still doesn't and happen. And in some cultures yeah. still
0: doesn't. That marriage is a... Um, an agreement. It's an agreement. It's a financial thing. It's a survival thing. Lineage. Um, it's lineage. It's, yeah, bloodlines. It. You know how to do this. I know how to do that. Seems like we'll be a good match. I remember my mom always used to tell me this story about my my great-grandma. She was Italian. And my mom was like, Hey Graham, how long did you and Grandpa date before how long did you and Grandpa go out before you got married? And she was like, A go out, a go out, a like a you a kids a run around a run around, he bring a home of the food I cook it. By the way, we are married. <laughs> <I love that. laughs> like, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. So Abraham's weeping and mourning, I do think and I've seen this. And I feel like I've even seen it, I even saw it in my grandparents to some degree where it wasn't this like lovey-dovey romantic relationship, but you had this partnership. Mm -hmm. And in their case for 130 years, I mean, that's, you know, they had this partnership. So, and I I think that marriages aren't always going to be romantic, you know? Yeah. Partnerships. I think there's a lot to be said for a partnership. I agree. Not one where you're, you know, passing your wife off as your sister. I'm not... (laughs) I am not referring, and, and telling people they can have her. I'm not referring to that. Don't get me started. But, you know, a couple blips on the radar over 130 years, you know. But it just sort of got me thinking about about marriage and partnerships. And, yeah. But I was very touched by his grief.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Abraham's humility is very tender. Uh, his humility in going to the Hittites, in asking them, for this burial place, his like insistence. Well, at first I thought it was very tender. It might not be that so much. (laughs) I think I was just all swept up in like this grief and mourning and like finally some like some tenderness in the Bible. Because there's been so little of it that I that I took the like, no no no, I wanna pay for this burial site as like a a tender gesture. But I now that I'm thinking about it, it wasn't. It was about it was about politics. It was about staking your claim on this land. This land, which uh is the land of Canaan, which I think we've been talking a lot about him running around this land of Canaan and trying and doing all these things. And what we need to make clear is that Canaan is Israel. He's getting himself all up in Israel in all these different ways. You know, he's he had the this relationship with Abimelech. Um, the Wells. The Wells. Now he's got a burial place. He's really just like, oh, I'm just, you know, this alien floating around, you know, just making altars, yeah. but he's really like this is him building his land, I,
1: I think. I want. Well, I wondered too if that's why this whole because I'm thinking like they're go, really going into the ins and outs here of I'll give you this and I'll give you that or no, 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 you take it. He's like, no, I want to pay for it. And you're like, wow, Abraham you're such a stand up guy. Like he wants something in writing. He wants something to, to have that stake. I don't think it's all just about being like righteous. About, like, yeah.
0: yeah. I, I, yeah. I love my wife so much. I want to do right by her. And it's, you. Yeah. Yeah. But it also this land of Canaan, this, so there's an Indigo Girls song, I'm not your land of Canaan, and I never knew what the land of Canaan was. Like, I mean, the song really has nothing to do with Israel. It's just like a reference. I'm not your promised land. Like, I'm not the one for you. Mm-hmm. I love you so much, but I know that you're I'm not your your future.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it's a great song. They don't really perform it too much. So, well, I, I think they should. And you would know. I would know. Yeah. Dan's know.
1: a big Indigo Girls big, fan. If anyone
0: big was wondering, we
1: had a nice little outing a few years ago where we went to one and he was like wildly disappointed that I wasn't like singing everywhere. Lesbian. Yeah. I just was like, I'm here for the beers. That you weren't a
0: 55 year old girl. Yeah. Like yeah. Me? yeah I, I know. Yeah. I just got back from Central Park and sang my little heart out in the rain. They performed with Ani DeFranco. It was in Lucy Wainwright. It was it was amazing.
1: I'm so happy yeah, for you. It was great. I'm glad you got to redeem yourself after your disappointment with me. <laughs> no, you were
0: super fun. We were we were at
1: like a casino. We had so much fun. Yeah, though. we did have a good time. We yeah, went yeah. except
0: I lost my shirt. Remember I bought that illegal oh, Girls shirt and then we like left the restaurant yeah. and I left it behind. Yeah. 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 I guess my biggest question was what was the significance of this chapter? And I think I, I already covered that. It, it starts to establish Abraham's very solid ground in Canaan, which will become Israel. Um, my likes, I, I liked Abraham's grief and his tenderness. My dislikes, I didn't have any dislikes. I said zip. OK, zip. How about you?
1: Mostly everything you said. My my big thing is that I, I felt really kind of happy that Sarah was honored in this way with the grief, with the burial, bargaining, whatever, whatever it led to. It was just cool to see a little recognition. I did, I did some deep diving my questions. Like, so this is 20 years. This is the research I did is 20 years from, from chapter 22. So I don't know if that really means anything. I just was like, feels kind of important. What is, so 20 years after <laughs> Abraham tries to kill. Isaac. Yeah. Um, what is a Hittite it, it, ancient people who established an empire in Asia Minor and Syria? And I my question was like, why is this important? And it, it kind of came back with what you said about Canaan being Israel, it's a promised land.
0: Yeah, they're um, a tribe of Canaan. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, my likes is that, again, this is the first time that a woman's honored in this way. I like they talk about grief. Like, grief is a huge thing that comes up in social work and mm-hmm. therapy. And it's nice, like, and people use religion a lot to cope. So I, I liked seeing this as, like, our first kind of representation of that in this way.
0: Have we experienced any death or burial? Like, any burial, any ritual? For I, burial no ritual yet.
1: yet. This no. This is the first... Yeah. I yeah. mean, we've experienced like they've mentioned death. We we saw Cain and Abel. We know that there's like mass destruction with the flood and we know there's been casualties, but never any kind of like mourning. symbolic. Yeah. mourning. No grief. No grief. So this is cool. And they actually use the word grief yeah. or grieving, I think. So I think that's cool. I like to like anytime we can normalize that, um you know, that emotion, I think and it's, it's cool.
0: over a woman. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's kind of cool. Kind of a little bit of a you know a shift um my dislike and this is like petty and just like a real kind of personal pet peeve is that i'm just not a huge fan of like cemeteries burial sites i think it's really wasteful and that's just Um, my own kind of little thing like do what you got to do i have no judgment against people that choose that for their you know end of life plans are you sure you (laughs) (laughs) do i'm fine it's fine I'm fine, no, I just like I always am driving around like, man, look at all that space. Um, it's
0: it's happening less and less. it is, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's like the the numbers for for like the the industry is suffering yeah like people are getting less and less like gravestones burials like several day wakes and a funeral like yeah
1: i and again like it's a personal thing but i just don't grieve that way i don't like find attachment to that but i think and and here we are like this again this is the first mention of this um like a ritual like you said like a space for it and i think that's interesting because it's so
0: that we understand
1: yeah like that's still around today
0: because there's been these altars that have been built and i just have no idea what's going on with those yeah right yeah like you built them something happened there
1: right we don't know we don't know maybe there maybe it was about death who knows um but this is this makes it very clear so yeah kind of a straightforward chapter not much to not much to elaborate on i
0: guess but
1: Yeah, R.I.P. Rest in peace, Sarah. You had a good run, 127 or 28.
0: Complicated lady. Yeah. Complicated lady. Yeah. All right, you ready? Yeah, chapter 24. Chapter 24. Okay. Hit me, Rach.
1: So Abraham is getting old, and he's trying to sort out... Who's going to marry his son, Isaac? He decides that he wants Isaac to marry someone from Abraham's hometown. So he tells his servant, who is nameless, which makes me very uncomfortable to keep saying servant, which I'll mention later. That's why I'm just going to keep calling him servant. okay? so he tells his servant to go find Isaac a wife in the city of Nahor. The servant prays to God and basically says, all right, I'm going to hang out by the well in town all day, and if someone offers me water for me and my camels, then that's going to be the one, and that's how I'll know it's her. Uh, This happens with someone, and her name is Rebecca. The servant gives Rebecca some jewelry in good faith, explains the whole situation to her, uh, and Rebecca takes the servant to her parents they explain the whole situation to her parents again which i have more comments on later i say in excruciating detail (laughs) and then rebecca agrees to go back with the servant and to marry isaac okay i should also mention too that abraham kind of sets his servant up of like if you don't come back with someone then this isn't god's will right so there's kind of like a lot of pressure on the servant to make this happen which i think is why he makes these like he's like okay if i if this happens if this appears to me then i'll know it's her and that's how i'll know right okay yeah. so my general impression is that the storytelling in this chapter is a hot mess. It's like the Bible needs an editor so desperately. And if you're reading along, which I'm not going to assume that most of you are, but if you are, I'll explain this for those who aren't, is that like this servant tells the story about, okay, I know it's gonna be her because this is what's gonna happen, and I prayed to the Lord about it. And then he goes to, when Rebecca does this, he tells Rebecca, and this is all mentioned again in the the story, he says, oh my gosh, I prayed to the Lord, and I said, she's gonna do this, 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 and this, and then you came along and did this, 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 and this, and that's how I know it's you. And then they both go to the family's house and say, oh my gosh, let me tell you, I said to the Lord that this, this, this is gonna happen, and then I told Rebecca, hey, I said to the Lord, this, this, this. guess what this it's like we heard we heard the story three times yes, in, in this chapter i, I was going bonkers We do so anyways the other impression i said is that the tinder of the bible is send your servant to town how nice like go to the well <laughs> that is the new like online swipe dating app of the bible my big question is why does abraham want isaac to marry someone from his hometown and also like in searching for that answer which i didn't really find so maybe if you have that that'd be sweet i got you covered cool so my <laughs> deep dive though in trying to find that answer unsuccessfully is that rebecca is abraham's brother's grandchild so they are related yeah and then they mention that they get married and take each other i'm putting i'm using air quotes with take they take each other in sarah's tent and i was just like does that mean like was sarah like in there like dead when they do this I don't want to get too dark but I that's what I read if you have answers to that please please shed a light on that
2: that. yeah
1: I caught it um my likes is that this is okay this is a big like and this is important for me the parents when they go to the parents tent or not tent but to the parents home the parents are like okay yeah like sure Totally like but can we have 10 can we get 10 days to yeah. kind of think this over and the servant I think says well let's ask Rebecca and Rebecca says no like I'm ready I'm gonna yep. go she has a choice yeah. and that is so that was so big to me yeah. you know like there is a choice in this Um. she's like no I'm gonna go bye mom see ya <laughs> my dislikes is that can we give the servant a name can we give the servant a name? I, I got, had to write the servant on this covered. so many times. You have a name, thank God. Covered. Listen, and I have a side note here. I wrote the servant so many times when I was typing my notes that it, I did you I don't think that this is your style, but did you watch The Servant on Apple TV? Oh. Oh my God! All I kept thinking about was that show. So that's why I was like, "Can we just get this person a name?" I am so sick of writing the servant because that's all I kept thinking about. So any if you that show is bananas.
0: Bananas.
1: I am, but I'm here for it.
0: Yeah, I mean, you could do a whole podcast just about that. We
1: might need to do like a little. uh, Patreon.
0: Well, there's also some weird biblical. I mean, it, it makes no sense to me. Now that I know things about the Bible, I could like watch it and be like, oh, yeah. well, this is referencing Yeah. That. I don't
1: know. Anyways, that's what I got. We can talk about the servant another time, but I had to okay. mention that. Go for it. What do you got?
0: So I have a lot of the same thoughts that you have. What I thought was interesting about the servant is that he. he, he <laughs> I, know I, keep I told this it's creepy it's, girl. Yeah. And her little corn husk dolls. <laughs>
1: Talk about trauma.
0: Yeah, yeah. But I love the actress who plays the the one from Six Feet Under. Oh I didn't know she was in Six Feet Under. Oh god, I love her. She plays she is like so
1: crazy, yeah.
0: So the servants I I noticed that this servant has like these one-sided conversation like it's interesting to me he connects with God and has this like okay God here's here's my plan. I'm gonna go to the well and with the The lady who picks the water is the one. God does not respond. Oh. Yeah. So there's no, like, God, like, blesses him or says this is a good... Nothing. Like, Abraham tells him, go on ahead. God's going ahead to make all this happen. Right? So Abraham and God get, you know, they're chatty Cathy's. This guy has faith. Speaks to God, prays to God, no response. Nothing. Gets nothing. I just thought that that was interesting. I don't know that I've come across anybody else who's like reached out to God in the Bible. I feel like Abimelech has had... Well, Hagar. Oh, yeah, yeah. But did she reach out? God came to her. Yeah. This is a person who like actively... He's throwing a line out, yeah. ...initiated contact with God and God did not respond, which happens. (laughs) <laughs> Most of the time. <laughs> so God God went on ahead to make this happen. But there's what's interesting to me is Abraham says, like, God's, go, God's gone ahead to make this happen. But there's still like, as I was reading the story, I'm like, there's so much tension. Is this going to work out? Is he going to get this?
1: It felt suspenseful. Yeah, it was a very
0: suspenseful trip. Um, Three times. (laughs) I also, Rebecca's. I was really struck with, like, this description of Rebecca as beautiful. I don't know that anybody's been identified as, like, beautiful.
1: Yeah, it's been fair.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like, she's really striking. And I also said, notice we're at a well again. So here's my next well, Mm -hmm. right? And we're at a well, which is a community gathering place. And this is also, like, lineage that we're talking about here. And I noted the same thing that you did. The family does not seem thrilled with this. They're like, yeah, sure, okay. Give us ten days. Yeah, it's almost like, well, they're also, they're like, well, this is what God wants. They know that this is what God wants, but they're also like.
1: Do, like, so that's, I guess that's a question that I have is, like, I don't think, I don't know yet if their God is his God.
0: Like. There's something in there. Oh, no, it is because this is his people. Okay. But it they even say in it, this isn't good. This isn't bad. This is what God wants. They say, we're not pleased with this. We're not upset with this. This is what God wants. Okay. Which, that's a coping mechanism. The test of the, the the thing about the 10 days and her coming forward. So, when I talked about fairy tales earlier, there was something about this that reminded me of Beauty and the Beast. The, I mean, this guy is not a beast, and Abraham is not, you know, described as beastly. I mean, you and I might think that he's got some beastly qualities, but he's, you know, and Isaac is... Not a beast, but this whole like when you think of um, the dad stole like a flower or whatever and made this deal and now he's got to do the deal. And the beauty is the one who is like, I'm going to go. I'll go. In the story, she goes. And then when she's there, she even leaves and then she comes back Mm -hmm. of her own Volition. Of her own choosing. Mm-hmm. And so just, yeah, it just, I don't know why. I think it was because her beauty was described and because there was this moment of, like, the family being, like, sort of frightened or, like, oh, we don't want this to happen. And her bravely coming forward and saying, like, no, I'll, I'll do this. It just reminded me of Beauty and the Beast. And so I went to my annotated fairy tales book <laughs> because I... As one does. Um, I have a collection. I have the Annotated Oz, I've Annotated Alice, Annotated Brothers Grimm, Annotated Fairy Tales. I'm going to get Peter Pan. I love them. They're beautiful, beautiful. And there is a note in there that stories like Beauty and the Beast were, they were stories that helped, or I don't know, sort of wrapped up in addressing women's feelings surrounding arranged marriages. Sure which is exactly what this is. So I was like, okay, well, that is how that sort of connects. Yeah. These. Like this is an arranged marriage, right? Mm-hmm. So it's also like this example of sometimes arranged marriages aren't going to be satisfactory to everybody. Sometimes the families, but this is God's will. And we're going to give you this example of a woman being big about it, right?
1: Yeah. And having a choice. She's
0: going to set, And she's going to set a good example yeah. for how you approach sure. an arranged an arranged marriage, um, but I do feel like she's got agency. Mm-hmm. She does, you know. She's not forced. She's not forced, but it's also like it's also the the priests who put together the Bible, or you know this these the the Old Testament. Mm-hmm creating a shining example
2: of womanhood and dutiful yeah
0: her her betrothed and that note i should say is by by maria i think it's tater tatar who has like the life that i want she's like a folklorist phd like fairy tale folklore historian awesome just what i want to do i didn't know that about you yeah yeah i i would love to do that for a living yeah. Um, she probably comes from money. So <laughs> <laughs> I also, this is I'm not a like, but a general impression I just wrote. She's like super into Isaac. She takes one look at him and leaps off that camel. Yeah. She's like, there he is. Got him. And right. She, I think it says she
1: like jumps off the camel. Yeah. They like run towards each other and then yeah. apparently go like bang yeah. in the Sarah's death tent, is how I interpreted Ooh. it.
0: Yeah. That I didn't.
1: Can someone. Please help clarify that. Yeah. I would love to get that out of my head. I don't.
0: I didn't <laughs> even notice that. I'm gonna to have to go back. My little question was, what is this servant's name? And tell me you have it. Yeah, uh, Elizier. Some people they've noted him as. There's been a few people in the Bible, a few servants named Elizier. Elizier. He was the head of the household, the butler, and possibly the one next to in line to inherit, should things not work out. With Isaac or Ishmael. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, my little question. Oh, you didn't. I don't think. You, did you talk about this? Did you talk about the groping? <laughs> <laughs> Let me settle in. Yeah. So early on in the chapter, when Abraham brings the servant over and says, "I need you to do this thing," it says that. Oh like, yeah, he puts the
1: his thigh hand
0: under his thigh. Yeah. And I was yeah. Like, Abraham, what is going on? Like, why are you putting the. And of course, my mind went to like a sexual place. Sure. Because I'm a red blooded American gay man, and it's not sexual the research that i did and most of my research now is coming from the um, from BibleRef.com. no i mean some of it does <laughs> some of it does but most of it's coming from the new oxford annotated bible because you know i oh, love my the, yeah it's not part of the pretty collection that my children's books are
1: it's, it's on um, a separate shelf. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, this is this is very scholarly, um, but this placing the hand under the thigh—it's a sacred gesture um, because what you're doing, it you are placing it is placing it on his genitals, because you're placing your hand on the place where the circumcision is. So this like sacred oh. place, right? Like, like this covenant—it's a it's sort of a, a reaffirming of the the covenant. Okay. So what did I like? I, I we went over this. I liked that Rebecca has some agency. I wrote, I, I loved the story. I loved the tension. I liked the, there was romance. There was mystery. It's a quest. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It was a quest. Absolutely. I was waiting for something to go wrong, and it didn't. But I was on the edge of my seat, nonetheless. My dislikes. I, <laughs> I thought thought was a bit overly long. I don't. I don't think the servant needed to recount everything we just read, twice. For real. But other than that, good stuff. Yeah 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 then that's the that's the the last chapter for this episode it is that that's a pretty good one to end it on. was
1: yeah 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 i liked this little segment there was some nostalgia i had surprisingly not too many horrible things to say about the
0: chapters in this episode so oh in this whole episode yeah um oh well the isaac yeah thing.
1: that will we'll, we'll take, like all considering <laughs> I'll take one bad day I got a four chapters
0: i mean I'm still horrified <laughs>
1: yeah it's pretty bad yeah it's pretty bad all right well thanks for listening yeah. next next episode we have 25 through 28.
0: looking forward to it
1: yeah there's 50 chapters in Genesis so this is next um, episode will mark our halfway point so follow along if you if you wish and we will see you next time
0: All right bye bye.
1: Hi, everybody. Thanks so much for listening today. If you enjoyed the episode, please make sure to subscribe, follow, download, whatever you got to do on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast content from. You can also follow us on Instagram at gaywithabiblepod. We would love to have you follow along and be updated on all the latest from us. Thanks so much for listening, and we will see you next time. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I love how like, epic our okay. notes have gotten. <laughs> I didn't do this much work in grad school.
2: Right. <laughs>